Civil danger warning. A disaster of unknown type has occurred. Normal programming has been suspended. Gary. Gary, have you plugged it in? This is not a test. Okay, let's get going. This is Free Yorkshire Radio. Hello and welcome to Free Yorkshire Radio. Gary has used one of the new 4D printers to make a full-scale model of Escher's staircase and he's just about to push the generator down it, which should provide us with the energy for another episode of Free Yorkshire Radio. Oh, he's taken a bit of a tumble. Don't worry, Gary, it is still working. Just hold on to that generator for another half hour or so and we should be fine. Okay, so on with the show. My name, of course, is Lloyd Becklesnip, and we'll be bringing you all the latest government-approved news and stories from the glorious Free Republic of Yorkshire, the mightiest of the many new nation-states that, several decades ago, emerged from the troubled era that was 21st century Britain. In this specially extended episode, we'll be doing our best to report on the terrible incident at the inaugural Yorkshire Olympic Games. I'm sure you're all aware of the tragic events of the opening day ceremony, but what actually happened has, so far, been quite unclear. We were obviously there reporting on the day, and we've also managed to intercept some other broadcasts and messages, and will now attempt to give you a picture of that fateful day. As we all know, there was much excitement at the prospect of Yorkshire reviving the fabled Olympic Games, a sporting extravaganza based around our hard-shelled crustacean friend. And I was lucky enough to interview the two organisers of the event, Amelia Wordle and Rufus Nettlepatch. And I was keen to find out more about their plans to reintroduce this long-lost sporting festival. You're listening to Free Yorkshire Radio. And so I'm delighted to say that I have two of the organisers here with me now. They've taken some time out from their very, very busy schedule, as I know they're getting the event ready for the grand opening that's going to be happening later today. But for the moment, I have the chief organising officer, Amelia Wordle, and her executive assistant, Rufus Nettlepatch. Rufus and Amelia, welcome to the show. Thank you. Hi. Thank you so much for having us. Really, it's a monumental day. Really can't contain our excitement, can we, Ruth? No, not at all, not at all. I cannot wait to see what the day transpires. Transpiring is really something we're really into. And it encourages us all to perspire with excitement. As long as there's a spire involved. Yes, Aspire, transpire, perspire is really our rules to live by. Mm -hmm. That's why you've mocked up all those cathedrals around the opening ceremony. I saw the little asp trans glued to each spire at the top. That's right. You're an observant cookie, aren't you, Lloyd? Well, yes, I am employed by the government. So, you know, I do spy in my spare time as well, as do 50% of the population. Absolutely. But we're all very excited that you're bringing this new exciting event to the glorious Free Republic of Yorkshire, a country known for its long traditions. Some people might even say we're stuck in our ways. How are you going to convince the, the fine people of Yorkshire that this is something they're going to want to get involved in? You sort of hit the nail on the head there, really, Lloyd, because we are stuck, just like our fellow limpet. Yes, absolutely. And I was just going to chime in and add that like the glorious people of the Free Republic of Yorkshire who stick 
stick, you know, to what they've known always, traditionalists, strong. The limpets are the same. They stick to their foundations, to their roots. So I feel the people of Yorkshire will find a lot in common with today's special guest, the limpet. But really, this is about sport. It's about competition. And really, this is specifically for Yorkshire because we are aware that you're charmers with the silver tongs here. And really, we are excited to launch our Olympic Charming because, you know, we've seen knocking them off their rocks with brute force and speed, which we do applaud. But really, we want to see those limpets fall off the rocks just with beauty. Gracefully. To offer themselves up for our delectation. It's about persuading the limpet to not cling to the past and if you can sing a song to it if you can charm it if you can persuade it then they will offer themselves up freely and rufus is going to be very coy about this i'm sure but you should see this man charm olympic right Right off off a rock wow i try to be modest i try to be modest so you've achieved the kind of Olympic Zen mastery. Absolutely. absolutely. That's why I'm not competing, because it would be unfair to the other competitors here today. Oh, so unfair. Here today, we're bringing something new, something revolutionary. How do we encourage the limpet to release? We're pushing ourselves to no longer have to push the limpet. Absolutely. Is this the aim of the events then within the Olympics? Each event will train you in a different facet of limpet charming. There's the mental strength, the physical agility. The emotional depths that you have to travel to. I mean, we've got the worm wrestling coming up as one of our inaugural events. So what is it about the worm wrestling that makes you into a better limpet charmer? I tell you something, people for far too long have underestimated the intelligence of the worm. And I will tell you something, what these worms can't do, it's unfathomable. They can move, they can outwit. One of the issues we've been having, though, is their kind of lack of spine. Difficult. Mm -hmm. It's been full of danger, peril, if you will, because it causes problems. You can't imagine, honestly. Lots of slips, lots of falls. You know, you'll end up in positions that you've never ended up in before. We all know that a worm is very flexible. They change shape constantly. And one thing that you have to think is, are we as flexible? I don't think many of us can say that we are. So that's what this is doing today. This challenges us to be able to bend. Bend us, shape us, any way you want us. Rufus came up with that as well. If you get a writhing mass of slimy worms into a half Nelson and you, you think you've beaten it, you think you've got it, it's just going to reform, bend out of shape. And before you know it, you're pinned to the mat, breathing for your life. And you've learned a lesson about flexibility. And oxygen. But in that moment that that worm slithers down your skin and out of that Nelson, in that moment where you should be panicking, that caress from the worm it sort of discombobulates you you're not sure what's going on and then for a moment you you dream with it Mm. it puts you on the back foot so you can't really respond and then before you know it you're out of the half nelson you're on the floor and you're not sure whether really you're surrounded by your friends and your mother or whether you're about to get pounced on by the worm well these worms have a way of 
worming their way into your head, then they're more than just physical worms. They're worming under your thoughts, under your values, under the very foundations of your grip on reality. This sounds very fascinating. Well, I know you've got a very busy schedule. I must thank you once again for taking this time to give us a little flavour of what we're going to be seeing later on in the day. Thank you very much for your time. Very welcome. Very welcome. Thank you. You're listening to Free Yorkshire Radio. But despite their plans to unveil psychic worms to the population of our glorious republic, all wasn't rosy on the horizon of the Olympic Games. Reports were coming in of an underground group called the Limpet Liberation Organization who were planning to somehow disrupt the sporting festival. We have since hacked into their servers and obtained an earlier broadcast from their private networks that is helping us to piece together the events of that fateful day. And you can have a listen to it right now. Welcome to all of our viewers out there. As you may know, my name is Aggie. I am the chair of the Limpet Liberation Organization. And I am disgusted by this awful world we're living in. We are dealing with the Olympics. I'm sorry, hold on. Sarah, Sarah Scissor, are you with me to report on this new information on this Olympics? I am, yes. I have infiltrated the camp where they are keeping the wrestling worms. Now, this is appalling. Very, very muddy and very cramped conditions. They are clearly making the most of the fact that these creatures do not have spines to keep them in very, very confined quarters. Clearly, this is not only incredibly unethical, but really is just setting these worms up to lose. Sarah, you are fighting the good fight. I am so glad you're on the scene right now. I did hear that their motto for this terrible, terrible event is inspire, transpire, perspire. They're interested in spires. I'm not sure how it comes together, but all I know is that the worms are thinking that they're inspired to fight for their lives. And then during the fight, they're transpiring. They're transpiring into something completely different because they're perspiring. They're breaking down into a goo. This is absolutely horrifying. Sarah, are there locks on their cages? What is happening over there? It's a very tank-based storage system. There seems to be a mixture of very long and thin. They're posted in like a tube, like a long tube. And then there are these other small round tanks where they're just kind of spiraled and coiled, just like a pile. I couldn't even tell you there might be more than one worm in there. It's far too small and cramped to see where one starts and the other ends. But I'll tell you one thing, the only spiral I'm interested in is conspire because we have to do something. I'm horrified, honestly, Sarah. Really, I'm, I'm heartbroken for these animals. Is there a way we can really get them out without the organizers of a, um, a certain Amelia Wordle figuring us out? I'm wondering if there is some kind of limpet yes. charming uh-huh. we can yes. do, uh-huh. obviously. Uh, excuse me, so do you work for me? Uh, do you work for me? Are you, are you one of the... It's Amelia. Do you work for me? Sarah, say yes. Yes, yes. Oh, great. Okay, well, um, keep going. I'm new. I'm, yeah, great. new, new. This is, great. this is, yeah. 
You look Thanks. great. Okay, well, keep going and folks at home folks at home if you are just joining us Sarah is undercover right now she's fighting the good fight and I believe Sarah if you are able to confirm she has just come face to face with the Amelia Wordle who is organizing this and Sarah how are you feeling right now I felt so drawn in she's incredibly powerful I can see why they want to have this limpet charming on the agenda because this is clearly a very special power they are utilizing but if we can communicate with the limpets and get them to work with us I really believe there is something we can do but I need backup here you know what right now I'm reaching out to Rocky really who is going to join you. He should be just in your area right now, and I'm hoping that he can come in as your backup. Yeah. This Rocky is very different than his resume showed. But you know what? We'll take advantage. Just don't tell him about the teeth, all right? They don't have teeth, do they? Aggie? Sometimes, but they're creatures, Sarah. This is why we do the work. Yeah. Free the teethy worms. Thank you. Uh Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. Oh, look, there's more of them. I'm sorry, little little girl. The one that works for me. Uh, Hello, hello. I mean, are you supposed to be here? Who's this big... Lummox, are you also one of mine? He's with me, yeah. Excellent, look at you all teaming together like little limpets. I love it. (laughs) Anyway, I'm going to leave you to it, but before I go, what do we say? Spires! Spires! That's right! Spires, spires, worms on fires! Go, again? Spires! Spires! Worms on fire. Oh, my heart melts. Anyway, yeah, so back to it. Bye-bye. There's stuff in the block over there. It needs... Okay, yeah. Uh-huh. To all of yeah. our viewers out there, I yeah. hope you're understanding the work that Sarah is doing for the cause right now. I think we need to move forward. I think we need to start getting those worms out. If you can put the small ones in your pockets and hide them in every crevice of your body. And then as for the big ones, Rocky, if you can hear this, go for it. I will personally help you find your toe. Thanks, I appreciate it. Right now, it's not about us, so let's move forward. Let's go. To all of our viewers, we will be reporting back when we have more information on this. As for now, save the limpets. Thank you. Yo, what's up? You're listening to Free Yorkshire Radio. As we now know, this group was up to no good. At the time, we weren't aware of the specific threat, but intel was being gathered that suggested something was afoot. With that in mind... I went to chat to the head of security at the inaugural Olympics, Sergeant Bruce Loblow, and this is what he had to say about how they were going to safeguard the event. And I'm delighted to say I am here with the head of security himself. It is Sergeant Bruce Loblow. 
Bleep. I didn't know that security people got rankings these days. Is that an official, Sergeant, or just something you gave yourself? As official as I need it to be. Okay. You've got the three up, three down on the sleeves. And three sideways on the other. Thank you very much. And so you're head of security here at the inaugural Olympic event. What makes you the man for the job? I was chosen because I was the champion arm wrestler within the hovel that I was living in. And they figured that that is exactly the kind of strength of character and arm that they wanted to have in their organisation. Well, I can see that you've got one arm that's three times the size of the other one. It must be difficult getting shirts. Ah, well, we fashion them out of several other shirts. In fact, my right arm, you will notice has four entire shirts wrapped around it. So you've got your one massive arm, but what other devices and traps do we have for potential wrongdoers? Because we have heard the rumours about the Olympic Liberation Organisation planning something. Well, from here, this is the nerve centre of the operation. From this room, I can see everything that goes on. You'll notice there are 12 windows Every direction anyone gets up to anything, anywhere, I will be able to spot them through the window. I thought they were security screens because you've written numbers on them. I thought that was camera one, camera two, camera three. So we're just looking with our eyes. Only way you can look. What if you need to zoom in on something? I understand you and I hear what you are saying. Observe. There's something through that window. I need to look at it a bit more closely. Watch as I move my head closer to the window. Well, okay, you can zoom in. I can see you had doubts that must have been very much allayed by this exciting manoeuvre. Do you have ears on the ground at least? Can you hear what's going on around the event? I can hear everything that's going on in this room, absolutely. Well, yes, that's a start, but what about the three-square-mile area over which the event is taking place? These infiltrators could be anywhere. Ah, yes. Well, obviously, we have very sophisticated methods down on the street for hearing what's going on. On every single street corner, I have placed a trumpet-shaped funnel with a tube that leads right up to this corner of the room. Have you noticed all the tubes, each one with a cap? Oh, yes. And are these trumpets manned by security guards? Yes, we will be hearing from our keen eyes and ears on the ground. Obviously, we've gone for the most secretive spies we could think of. People who could get into any little nook and cranny. So we have recruited the under fives for this job. As our own government knows, children make excellent spies because they haven't developed any sense of right or wrong. And there's no five-year-old that can keep a secret. So if you ask them what's going on, they're just going to blab their mouths. So can we have a little listen to see what our crew of toddlers are getting up to? Absolutely. Our top operative. She's on trumpet five. Yes. Uh, Louisa, please report, are there any suspicious characters or interesting things on your street corner? No, you know what, I, I just, like, don't really know. Uh, I don't see anything happening. I just wanted to, like, get a smoothie. Smoothies are for winners, Louisa. Smoothies are for people who catch terrorists. Yeah, you said that last time. You catch me a terrorist, you'll have the nicest smoothie you've ever tasted. I do know that sometimes a couple of people want to eat the sticky things. Oh, are you talking about the limpets? Yeah, 
This is alarming news. Shall we check in with the worm section? What trumpet is the worm section? Is it this one, number eight? Indeed. Hello, is there anyone in the worm section? Yes, I can. Bruce, what's going on? You're hiring inexperienced people. I thought you said this was a secure event and I randomly pick one trumpet and I find a complete rookie on the other end of the trumpet. If it was one of my children on the end of that trumpet, they would know everything. Can I ask what your name is? Uh, It's um, Betty uh, Barrel Dunk. Well, Betty, can you give us a summary of what's happening in the worm section? So I was quite tired. It's my first day and I've had to lift a lot of things. Bruce, this sounds like the most disorganised security operation I've ever come across. I'm beginning to doubt if you're a real sergeant or not. Now you take that back. Bruce, it's chaos. They're eating limpets. They're letting worms go. Not eating them. They're warming. Well, sucking them. Now, a sucked limpet is a happy limpet, as we all know. Everyone knows this. If you have not come across this concept before, then where have you been? I can't believe that we're letting King Geoffrey attend such a shoddily run event. His royal safety may be at risk. Do not fear for the king. I have personally positioned 12 of my strongest armed individuals all around his seating area. There'll be people with enormous arms everywhere around him. No, you won't be able to see anything for just the sea of rippling biceps. Daddy Loblow, I have a thing. You said on the thing if I saw a tiny little lady with the worm around her neck running. And that's why I took the mouth limpet out to call you. Agent Trixie, tell me again, which direction did the lady with the worm run? Down. Hello, I've let all the worms out now. All of them? I can't suck them, I'm giving them a hug. But some of them don't seem to want to be hugged. Can I have an induction? There are killer worms on the loose. King Geoffrey has just arrived in his position. There is reports I'm dealing with right now of a woman carrying a worm around her neck. And when we get to the burning, she may well be injured. It is dangerous for her to be anywhere near those worms. The burning? What burning? Um, Unfortunately, I have to deal with the situation. What is this opening ceremony? Is this a, a sacrifice? A ritual? What is going on? I have to go and flex my arm at a lady with a worm. I'm going to go myself. We've got to intervene and save King Geoffrey. This is Free Yorkshire Radio. As I went to protect King Geoffrey, the situation was quickly unravelling. By this stage, the escaped worms had formed a sentient river that was flowing towards the royal enclosure. The organisers, who should have been out attempting to avert disaster, were nowhere to be seen. 
Our investigative team has since uncovered this recording that was salvaged from the remains of their internal communication system and it illustrates just how dire circumstances were for them. Ruthless. Ruthless, what is this I've heard on the radio about loads of men with massive arms? That was only supposed to be that low blow freak. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. So I talked to Loblow and he said that apparently there's a sea of rippling biceps protecting the king, but we've also gotten reports that the worms have escaped. But why do we need a load of rippling biceps? That's the last thing that the worms are going to need, isn't it? Rippling? That's what they're drawn to, the whole bloody vibration thing. I know it's going to entice them. It's just going to draw them straight to the bloody king. Oh my god, are you saying the king's in danger? Yes, sir! Oh my god, but the rippling biceps are only going to agitate the worms even more. Yes, the agitating bicep is the problem, Rufus. Oh god, what are we going to do? Trevor Rufus. I have no idea who Trevor is. Uh, Trevor? Hi, sweetheart. Hi. Yeah, I'm in the security team. I'm part of Bruce's security team. Of course, Trevor. Sorry, I was I was mistaken. My fault, my fault. I know who you are, Trevor, exactly. Um, listen, what I'm going to need you to do, Trevor, is I'm going to need you to lie down. Can you do that for me? I'm flowing along with the worms. If I lie down, I might drown in them. Yeah, that's right, Trevor. Just lie down. Lie. A little bit. They're getting in my ears now. Trevor? Can you hear me? Lie down. Okay, I'm lying down. Oh, they're so slimy. They're so slimy. Thank you for everything you've done, Trevor, okay? I'm in my pants now. Trevor, night night. I'm slipping under. We lost him. We lost Trevor. What is this I have heard about some irritant called Betty Barr or something? Betty, some woman with Betty, she's got a worm around her neck and she's just free riding it up and down the streets. Do you know about the river of worms that Trevor is currently trapped in? Well, Betty is actually riding that river of worms. Why is this happening, Rufus? Just give me a moment. This is the voice of the worm, Trevor. Oh, Trevor, you're, you, you're okay. I am no longer Trevor. I have become one with worms. They have wormed their way into my brain. They have wormed their way into my thoughts. I cannot hear them. They can hear me. We are one. The river shall rise. We're angry. You kept us in the mud, which we loved, and then you let us out of the mud. You didn't want to be let out of the mud. Now we shall wreak our revenge. Over and out. Oh. Dear. God. We need to contact Loblo. Low blow, yes, okay, you've got to explain to him that it's the conglomerate of worms. They've conglomerated. The worms are revolting. They're revolting in a conglomerate madness. Get him on the beeper thing. Absolutely, absolutely. Coming in for low blow. Coming in for low blow. Low blow here. All right, low blow, here's the thing. The conglomerate. Wait, say it again. What does he need to know? It's about the conglomerate. The conglomerate, yes, of course, of course, of course, yes, 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 yes. Loblo, here's the thing. The worms, they have conglomerated. Conglomerate. They're a conglomerate now. They've organized. Organized. Yes, they are now trying to infiltrate and take over. They've captured one of our under fives. His name is Trevor, but Trevor is now one of the worms. He can't be trusted. I am watching the situation as it develops through my window number three. And I can see the worm creature 
Now I have two potential strategies. Great, wonderful, we need this. I need your approval for which way to go forwards. Option the first. I challenge the worm conglomerate to an arm wrestle. Should I win, the worm conglomerate leaves. Option two. We have, amongst our company, champion charmers. The most charming individuals ever seen. Olympic level. Could the limpid charming skills be turned upon a conglomerate worm? Which path should I pursue? Oh, Amelia, what should we do? What should I tell him? Obviously, number one can't work out because the rippling biceps will cause the worms to explode. I heard biceps. I shall continue with the arm wrestling. Oh no! Oh, oh, oh no! Lolo, stop! Don't! Don't arm wrestle the worms! The rippling biceps will be too much! Oh no! Stop it! Put it back on! This is the voice of the terror worm. We have now absorbed Bruce as well. We are the conjoined mind of Trevor, Bruce, and the worms. We are now more powerful. We have a massive rippling worm arm working its way toward your king as we speak. Over and out. Oh no, Amelia! They now have the power of the arm! The double-sized, thick, low-blow arm! Yes, I'm very aware that they've now eaten most of the security, okay? And they are now... Just a massive mind of spineless, charming nightmare, okay? I am trying to think on my feet, Rufus. I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do? Amelia, the only thing that we can do mm. is use my amazing power, my Olympic level, limpid charming powers. <laughs> I think that's the only way out of this. I will, <laughs> I will sacrifice myself. I must, I must. You promised that that would never happen again! <laughs> we have to, we must, for the Republic of Yorkshire! For the free people of Yorkshire! They are great. Really, sort of, you know, charming in a really sort of dark way. They are worth it. This is Lloyd Becklesnip. I'm with the King himself. We're getting surrounded at the throne. Do you have a plan? Lloyd, we've decided the best thing for us to do is to sacrifice me to save you and the king. I'm on my way to charm the limpets. As I waited with the king, the river of worms slowly but surely made its way up the hill. We knew the prospects were grim, but only now do we fully understand the treachery and degeneracy at the centre of it as we've captured the encrypted communications from the Limpet Liberation Organization as one of their very own rode on the back of the conglomerated worm beast. And now we can share their depraved ravings with you. Aggie! Sarah, is that you? Is that you? It's me! I've, I've infiltrated the team! It's been hours! I haven't heard from you! Can you hear me? I'm surfing a massive conglomerate of worms! It's amazing! They're moving as one and people are joining us! The security have come with us! They are one with us and the worms! And the worms are so happy to be free! They're so happy! This is everything we wanted. 
and I'm so proud of you. And one day I will try to get you that raise, but right now you just keep riding that wave. I'm really proud of you. This is amazing. It's like the worms know what to do and they're taking me to the king so that I can tell him how important our cause is. Wait, what, who do they think you are? What, how did you, what's... They think I'm Betty Barrel Duncan. It's my first day. Oh my goodness. Okay. All right, all right. Uh, when you get to the king, you need to tell him our mission statement. You need to dive into the issues surrounding limpets and worms and abuse. And you need to tell him that I said hi. I will. I'll tell him everything, Aggie. This is all for you and for the Limpet Liberation Organization. I'm so proud of you and I am a little jealous. So if you could take some pictures with the worms to post on social. I'll try my best. It's quite squishy and slightly unstable. Gosh, uh, I'm just living through you right now. I'm living through you. I'm ecstatic. Okay, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to try to make my way over there so that I can help you with the worms. And I just think it's amazing that you're going to get to talk to the king. I just, I, I don't know what to say. I just, I'm shocked. I didn't think we'd get here. You're with me in spirit, Aggie. Come on. You'll know where I am. I will wave. And if the worm can wave with his giant arm, I will grab you and we can ride to the king together. Is the worm appreciative that we're doing this for them? I can feel how happy the worm is. Oh. It's like one big joyous team. Oh, this is brilliant, really. Just be careful out there, okay? Okay, this is a beautiful thing you've done. Thank you for letting me be part of this. You're welcome. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. You're listening to Free Yorkshire Radio. Okay, we're now ready to broadcast the terrible climactic events of that tragic day. But first, I just must check in with Gary to make sure we'll have enough power to finish this show. Yep, he's still falling. Looks like he might have about two to three times the number of bones that he started with. But I reckon he'll be fine for another five to ten minutes. So, we can now share with you my final exclusive report. I'm hunkered down with our fearless leader, King Geoffrey VI, surrounded by Lowblow's crack team of giant armed bodyguards as the worm beast bears down on us all. Okay, all the manpower here is directing itself at protecting our glorious King Geoffrey, who's sitting under his throne, shivering with bravery, so he is. He's such an inspiring leader. I can't see much of what's going on past all the massive rippling biceps of Bruce Lobo's security team, and they've got us completely encircled, but I can see the beginnings of a, a wriggling mass of worms making its way up the hill towards us. Well, I can see someone squeezing their way through the mass of rippling flesh. Is that someone's... Oh, it's, it's Rufus. Lloyd, King Jeffrey, I've come to save you. I'm joining you here with my limpid army to defend you against the worms. Now I've managed to charm each and every one of these limpets, and they are now going to attack the worms. Isn't that right, you wonderful, wonderful limpet you? Oh, you're such a great limpet, so beautiful, so wonderful. 
You're so amazing. Wow, you really are a charmer. Olympic level. King Jeffrey! Your Majesty! I'm with the worms! Who is that? There seems to be somebody on the back of the work. Are you part of the Olympic Liberation Organization? Yes! And you can see how happy these worms are to be free! We will destroy all... Oh no, they're trying to talk! They're trying to talk! This is amazing! This is the voice of the Security Worm Hybrid Conglomeration. Hear us, King Jeffrey. We will add your unique voice to our own, and you will command the world to become soil. Soil that all of our uniquenesses will be able to tunnel and play through for eternity. Oh no, King Jeffrey, get behind me! Let the limpets protect you! No, no, okay, no, hold on, I, I, like, behind, behind, like, fully behind! Fully behind! Underneath, almost! Okay, yeah. Allow the limpets to cover your body, creating a protective shell of limpet. Oh, oh, no, what? It's early way, King Jeffrey. Oh! No, no, don't let them in your mouth. Oh, it's, oh, it's audible, oh, it's audible. Oh! They are accustomed to being mouthed at this time of day every day. But don't worry, King Jeffrey. That's all a defense mechanism. It'll protect you. I'm not mouthing a bloody limpet. That's right. Relax. Just relax. Allow the limpet to take over and protect you. Oh, I don't want to be up it. He's in me up. Rufus, can you get the limpets to cover the massive muscles as well? Because then they'll be like battering rams if they were limpet covered. Oh my God, yes. All right, guys, you wonderful, wonderful limpets, you. Get on those muscles. Is that not just going to make them very wet? Oh no, they're making the muscles glisten even more. I think it's having a reaction with the worms. I think it's exciting the worms way too much. The shine of the muscles, the rippling, we love it so. Oh no, oh no, we gotta get those arms. I, I just like to say everything's getting very wet here. It's very low liquid. A lot of one thing might be acidic liquid. It is not. The limpets are absorbing our king. They're not protecting him anymore. They're starting to become one with him as well. I don't want to be absorbed. We don't want a limpet king. I'm so sorry, King Jeffrey. It's the muscles. They don't know. They've never been attached to such bodacious biceps before. They are very, very, very bodacious. Very. Sarah! It's Aggie! Aggie! Oh, hi, King Jeffrey. It's great to see you. Hi. Sarah, we need to do the call of the limpets to get them off of our king. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready, Aggie! Oh no, I'm losing control of the limpets. They're leaving King Jeffrey. They're joining the worms. What's going on? Oh no, no, we feel better. Slightly better. They're joining with the limpet liberation. Activists have been absorbed into the worms with all the limpets. They're, they're joining one massive limpet worm liberation organization. Do they have a, a voice? We are the limpet worms. Oh no. We are many, but we have one voice that sounds like several. We've got someone coming in over comms. Rufus, 
Yeah. Amelia! Rivers, listen, I've got a copter. Someone's called them. I've got a copter in the air. And listen, I can see that the limpets and the worms seem to have amalgamated. Further conglomerating. They've got the king and they're going up the spire. I will. If there's one thing we came to do today, it is inspire, transpire, and perspire. And with the lighting of this match, we will do just that. The fire is raging. This isn't a spire. It's a pyre. It's a funeral pyre. This is what you planned all along. That's what the pyres were for. You came here to sacrifice our king. Power to the limpets. The limpets must have freedom and autonomy. Let her down in three roofers overhead. The helicopters just appeared and they're climbing onto the rope ladder. They're making their escape. Worms, one must reach without big arm. Amelia! The worm's gonna grab of Rufus's leg. Amelia, they've got onto me! I don't know what I can do! They've just ripped his legs off. Oh my god, there's blood and guts everywhere. King Jeffrey, most of those worms have burnt away. Are you still in there in, in the mess? They've, the slime from the worms has put out most of the fire. Is there anything left of King Jeffrey, Bruce or Trevor in that small wriggling mass of worms? Uh, uh, listen, uh, it, Lloyd, is it? King Jeffrey, you've emerged from the worms unscathed. It's a miracle. Right, I, t- I tell you what, what you want to do, right? I have just had a little taste of this mush and it is... I tell you, bloody divine. It's like that pulled pork, you know, the pig thing years ago, right? When we did, we set fire to all the pigs. Fried worms, yeah. It's like a fried crispy onion, but meaty. Oh, that is so delicious. Oh, I'm gonna... Oh, I'm having worms. This is... Oh, I'm so... Oh, this is so delicious. It's worms all round. Should we name it? Do I need to name it? Yes, it's a new national dish. Should we call it, call it, uh, Peril of the Worm? Worm pedal. Pull pedal. Pull peril. Pull peril, I like it. Thank you, King Jeffrey. You've come to the rescue again. Welcome. You really are the most amazing sovereign. Well, this has been Lloyd Becklesnip. Oh, God, they're so good. Reporting live from the first and I suspect last ever Olympic event. Thank you and good night. You're listening to Free Yorkshire Radio. Obviously, this was a dark, dark day for Yorkshire. Many perished in the worm fire. None of Sergeant Lowblow's child agents ever reported for duty again. And all the giant armed bodyguards were subsumed and then inadvertently consumed when we discovered how delicious the worm remnants were. But the good news is that our blessed leader, King Geoffrey VI, survived. 
and not only survived, but thrived by opening his very own chain of restaurants that serves an exclusive worm-only menu. And, as a Yorkshire resident, it's your legal obligation to frequent it at least five times every month. In fact, they are this episode's sponsor. The opening day of the inaugural Olympics turned from bright hope to a national tragedy as the conglomerated river of sentient worms wreaked havoc on our innocent citizens. They may be gone, but they live on in our hearts. And now they can live on in your stomachs too. Our glorious leader, King Geoffrey VI, is opening a vast chain of restaurants serving a dizzying array of worm-based dishes. So come on down to King Geoffrey's Paul Peril Palace. We've got Paul Peril pizzas, Paul Peril pancakes, Paul Peril paninis, and Paul Peril polenta. Oh, Paul Peril. A dish that slides down easy and will worm its way into your heart. Warning, pool peril not guaranteed to be 100% free of human flesh. Should you fall under the psychic worm spell, then you may become part of the menu. You enter this establishment at your own risk. Okay, Gary is starting to resemble a jelly-filled bag of broken biscuits that's doing a slinky impersonation, so I guess that's the end of another show. Cheerio, and until next time, may all your brews be strong, may all your puddings be fettled, and may all your swamp mongrels be radiation-free. Ta-ra! Communications have been severely disrupted. Make sure you have food, water, and a battery-powered radio with you. This is not a test. Hi, thanks for listening. I'm Noel Curry, and this show featured Natalie Bellingham as Amelia Wordle and King Jeffrey, Ali Callahan as Aggie from the LLO, Jonathan Dingle L as Rufus Nettlepatch, Carolyn Eden as Sarah Scissor, and Matt Rogers as Sergeant Lowblow and Rocky Really. You can find out more about these wonderful improvisers in the information section of this podcast, and you can follow this podcast on Facebook at Free Yorks Radio. We'll be back in a month or so, but if you enjoyed this, then you know what to do. Please subscribe, share, rate, and review. Thanks. Yo, what's up? You're listening to Free Yorkshire Radio.